Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. You're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you answer that because question? the question you is the question is the question left. Will you shut who is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? right, gentlemen. Is, I think this we've is ended so unprecedented. On Tuesday evening, the first U.S. presidential debate between President Donald Trump and Democratic opposition leader Joe Biden took place in Cleveland, Ohio. Presidential debates are held late in the election cycle, after the political parties have nominated their candidates. The candidates meet in a large hall, often at a university, before an audience of citizens. The formats of the debates have varied, with questions sometimes posed from one or more journalists. This time, the debate was moderated by Fox News' Chris Wallace, and the topics for the first debate included Trump and Biden's political records, the future of the Supreme Court, the COVID-19 pandemic, the economy, race and violence in the United States, and the integrity of the election. While debates are usually passionate, this one proved to be an explosive encounter between the two bitter rivals. Throughout the debate, Trump and Biden traded verbal blows, including when Trump interrupted Biden's tribute to late son Beau to raise unfounded accusations of his other son, Hunter Biden. In Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, and various other places, he made a fortune. My son, and he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. 
He's overtaken it. He's, 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 he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. But why I'm was proud he given of my tens son. of millions? As well as this, President Donald Trump frequently interrupted Biden, provoking Biden to tell him to shut up and calling him a clown. The moderator, Chris Wallace, struggled to diffuse these arguments, in turn drawing criticism from observers. Numerous US media outlets branded the debate as chaotic and tempestuous and have said that it brought shame to America. By everyone has discredited. Matter of fact, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified under oath. So let me ask oath, you this. Henry, no, no, oath. go ahead, Mr. Henry, I'm listening to you. People under, you One of the most probing questions on Tuesday evening was when Wallace challenged Trump over his support of white supremacists. However, the president refused to condemn a far-right group known as the Proud Boys and tried to swiftly change the subject. You want to call them... What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right boys. White supremacists and right boys. Stand back and stand by. Currently, according to the instant polls and betting markets, more people favoured Joe Biden in the debate over Trump. But with the media fragmented, each side has their own story. And next. The deadline lapsed yesterday. The problematic provisions have not been removed. Therefore, this morning, the Commission has decided to send a letter of formal notice to the UK government. This is the first step in an infringement procedure. On Wednesday, the EU's deadline for the British government to remove sections of the Internal Market Bill expired. Therefore, the EU has begun legal proceedings against the UK after it refused to ditch plans to override sections of its Brexit divorce deal. In a brief statement, the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said the bill was a full contradiction of previous UK commitments over how a hard border on the island of Ireland should be avoided. The letter of formal notice could eventually lead to a court case against the UK at the European Court of Justice. This draft bill is, uh, by its very nature, a breach of the obligation of good faith laid down in the withdrawal agreement. Moreover, if adopted as is, it will be in full contradiction to the protocol of Ireland-Northern Ireland. However, the EU has not completely walked away from talks over a post-Brexit trade deal. Mrs von der Leyen said the UK would have until the end of November to respond to the EU's concern over the draft legislation. Nevertheless, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said both sides should move on if a deal is not reached by mid-October. In reaction to this, a spokesperson for the UK government said the bill was a necessary safety net to protect trade between different parts of the UK and added that the government would respond to the EU's letter in due course. The letter sent to the UK is the first stage in the process the Commission uses against countries it believes have broken EU law. It can end with the Commission taking governments to court at the European Court of Justice. Consequently, the court has powers to force countries to comply with its rulings, including by imposing financial penalties. However, most cases are settled before then, and it can take many years for a case to move through the court. And finally.
This week, fighting has erupted once more between Armenia and Azerbaijan, two former Soviet Union republics on the Caucasus region. It is unclear what caused the renewed fighting, which broke out on Sunday the 27th of September, but it is the heaviest since the 1994 ceasefire. At the heart of the decades-old conflict is the Nagorno-Karabakh region. It is recognised as part of Azerbaijan, but is controlled by ethnic Armenians. The countries fought a bloody war over the region in the late 1980s and early 1990s. Although they declared a ceasefire, they have never managed to agree a peace treaty. It was reported that heavy shelling persisted and explosions were reported in the region's main city overnight. So far, dozens of people have been killed with hundreds wounded and there are growing fears international powers could be dragged into the conflict. In response to the violence, thousands demonstrated in Los Angeles, California, in front of the Azeri consulate to peacefully protest Islamic Turkey and Azerbaijan's war against the Armenian people. Unfortunately, this comes to the Armenian people as no surprise. Without any regard to peace and stability, especially in the middle of a global pandemic, Azerbaijan, with the full support and sponsorship of Turkey, has relaunched its aggression by attacking the Republic of Armenia, Artsakh, and targeting innocent civilians. On Thursday, Russia and France called for a ceasefire in the Nagorno-Karabakh region amid the escalating violence. However, Azerbaijan and Armenian forces have defied calls for a truce. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive? into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means. Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.